<laughs> no intro song this week. It's just us singing it. All right. You want to write the lyrics? Okay, write the lyrics to the intro. Okay. I'll okay, do the you, music. Ready? You do the music. Hey, right. Okay, ready? You do the intro. Are you going to sing? I'm getting hyped up. Okay. Keep going. Now I'm lost. Yeah, there we go. have scored a goal and they're going to win the game. Oh, this is so bad. Okay. Play the real song. How do people freestyle rap? How do I don't people know? That <laughs> <laughs> was so hard. <laughs> do you think everyone's just cheating? They've all written it down already? I mean, there's a possibility. Okay. Um, I feel like we've started already. Have we started? I, th- I think so. I don't know. Uh, should we do a countdown, I guess? No, just go. <laughs> no, okay. no countdown. <laughs> All right. Welcome to another episode of the Winter is Coming Fantasy Hockey Podcast, the non-fantasy edition, a.k.a. the off-season edition. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Alex, and uh, a.k.a. Um, Pick Up Leipzig. Do you have an off-season name? Um, I was trying to think of one. Um, I guess it's Pick Up Leipzig. That's your mm. new team name. So I, it's actually really funny in the NBA right now. Yeah, right off the bat, not even talking Straight about hockey. Um, going to the NBA. In the NBA, there's a there's a player named Playoff uh, uh, Paul George, and uh, he's given himself a nickname called Playoff P, <laughs> <laughs> which is like where do these play? Why, like where does that happen? Does he just where? like come onto the onto the court with a New Jersey that says Playoff P on the back, or is it like in the? I mean, I know you're asking this as a joke, but in all seriousness, he just said it in a press conference. He's like, my nickname's Playoff P. And then, uh, and typically his nickname's PG-13, so he has a good, like, nickname. But it's just, you'd prefer to be Playoff P. Of course he's doing... Does he censor himself? Like, does he just do, like, light swearing? He just says, like, ah, fiddlesticks. <laughs> like, darn! Uh, I don't know, but he was dating... Doc Rivers, a pretty famous coach, his his daughter, and then cheated on her with a stripper in Vegas. So <laughs> that's a great story. But they're all fully clothed, so it's okay. Um, okay, so bringing it back, then I guess your nickname is now Playoff A. No, because I didn't even make the playoffs in our like fancy yeah. hockey pool. So I've been I've been out in actually I've been in non playoff mode for a while. Yeah, um, you've been hitting the links. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Golf Alex. Uh, <laughs> and I'm Dylan. And that's Dylan. Uh, do you have any new nicknames? Um, uh, seventh Place Darling. That's Seventh Place nickname. Darlings. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, Your of course, fa- is referring to our brand new game that we've uh, that Dylan introduced in the offseason. Uh, do you want to kind of take us through the kind of the fun take on a box bowl <laughs> you, you, you uh, signed everyone up? up for 
Yeah, it's a fun take. It's a real fun take on a box pool. I, I've just been really obsessed with Google Sheets lately and Google Forms and making things in them. This is what I do in my spare time. Uh, so I made a box pool at the beginning of the playoff with how many categories? Like six, 15 player categories and then a bunch of like extra funny or I don't know. They're probably not funny. Superlative type things. <laughs> yeah. Superlative character uh, uh, categories. Um so, and I invited a bunch of people that are in our hockey pool, like in our regular league, but then a bunch of just like extra people who've kind of been orbiting our league, like friends and family, uh, and also people who know nothing about hockey, which has been really fun. Um, and also my dad, who <laughs> apparently is, uh, well, let's just say I didn't get any of the fantasy genes um, that he that he has. They're, he's really good at this, and he's in first. <laughs> <laughs> um so the extra categories that we came up with were well some inspired by the by the by the podcast so we had a team alex and a team nick uh team alex featured players such as alex took is that how you say his last name or touch um tushy took tuck 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 okay um alex kerfoot alex uh Killorn, alexander kerfoot Wait, do I have two Alex Kerfoots on here? Oh, man. My sheet's not very good, apparently. Uh, you had Alexander Wenberg. Alexander Wenberg, yeah. Uh, uh, and then Team Nick featured Nick Backstrom, Nick Benino, Nico Hersher. Hischer? Hersher? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm turning into you. I don't know how to pronounce anybody. Nikolai <laughs> Ellers. Um, Team USA, who I, I added a... My, uh, sorry, I put Ryan Kessler in Team USA just to see if anyone would take him. And... Um, like five or six teams took Ryan Kessler. And when I'm looking at the people that took him, it's all the people who are like, oh yeah, he used to play for the Canucks. I haven't watched hockey in five years. (laughs) Um, And then we also had some like team categories. Um, So uh, most too many men on the ice penalties or too much man penalties. Um, If you're, who was that? Who was that screenshot of? Uh, uh, it's a player sitting in the box and it just says too much man. Oh, that was um, Gary Roberts. Gary Roberts, right. Yeah. Who is too much man. <laughs> yeah. Piece of a guy. And then we had uh, who will be swept in the first round in the West, who will be swept in the first round in the East. Uh, surprisingly, a lot of people got that right. Like Anaheim and, and LA. I didn't think anybody would actually pick them, but I think it was I mean, you had six. a pretty good shot. I mean, it was like... <laughs> I guess it's one Half in four, the series right? in the- <laughs> Or one in eight. Well, I mean, also in the West, it's because you did you divided it, so it was like you had a fifty fifty chance, basically. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, and then the in the East, there was no sweeps, so nobody got any points for that. Um, and then we have Thug Time, most penalty minutes, and Face Off God, best face off percentage. Who apparently all of the people that I added are not the people that are performing this year. I think Claude Giroux, who was like insane during the regular season, like he was close to like fifty five percent. Yeah. Um was like under 50% in the well, in the 5 games I guess that they played. 4 games? No, 6 games. How many yeah, games did I, they play? Um the they lasted 6 games. Um I mean it, it's it's one thing that I mean when you watch playoff hockey, it's like kind of crazy like how different the game is. Um It's insane. That game yeah. tonight? Yeah, so just just so everyone knows, right now it's April 25th, uh 8:30 p.m. Pacific. So the, <laughs> 
the game finished uh so the 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 only game seven of game of round one which is a little bit disappointing but hopefully we have a little more game sevens but uh of the boston toronto matchup uh first off if you're a canucks fan or uh living vancouver who do you cheer for in that series so i don't get it my dad has been cheering for boston like he's like he grew up in Boston. I don't get it. What? He's like, he, he sent me this big, I don't know why my dad's getting so much airtime on the podcast right now, but <laughs> he sent, he keeps on texting me about how he's first in our pool and also yeah. about how much the Leafs suck, which is, I, I don't think, know. I feel like that's just a, a knee jerk reaction. Like, I feel for, like we're, we're missing something here, Dylan. Like, is there something about the Toronto Vancouver like relationship that we maybe just don't understand? That I don't understand. That I don't understand them either. Yeah. Are, I, is maybe this it's another not thing a, that it's a generational difference, I guess. I guess this is another thing that millennials are killing. Am I right? <laughs> we're killing we're, we're killing kill- the cross country rivalries. Yeah. I don't know. He seems to believe that Winnipeg is Canada's team, but I just don't understand the whole Canada's team thing. If, yeah, like, I mean I, I think the Knights have the most Canadians on them. So, yeah, with yeah. Um, although I would say, I mean, everybody. I mean, we kind of discussed this like when we did our live pod, like episode three or whatever. But <laughs> I think that was episode one. <laughs> episode one. Um, but in episode three, you said everybody is a fan of the Knights because everybody had like their because like despite what talk to any Canucks fan and they'll tell you, yeah, I hate Lucas Spisa, but everybody kind of like Lucas Spisa. No, here's the thing that everybody, even people who said they hate Lucas Spisa kind of liked lucas pizza you know they like like they liked to hate him yeah yeah and then okay. so they end up on a team i mean the same thing can be said about james neal i'm sure william carlson and they're like oh so i kind of like this team and they've kind of had them if you're yeah like, you know, they've got fans in every hockey. city yeah so i think they they travel well and i think that's like everyone's second favorite team but if you're going from a team that's like for, like canada's team i mean you kind of have to because Toronto's major star is American, right? And True. I guess Winnipeg's major star is Scandinavian, and then their second best player, Finish. Blake Wheeler's, is American. American. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, but but and their goal isn't Hellebuck American too? Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're kind of yeah. so both both the teams. Maybe Brian not. Little is American. Yeah, Bufflin I guess is neither of these Canadian. I think Bufflin's Canadian. Bufflin's Canadian. No. Yeah. Wait. Pause. I feel like he was like he grew up in Buffalo or something like that. Um, I think he. I was gonna say he played in which Buffalo, is almost that's not, Canada. That's not true. He played in Atlanta. Um, we'll we'll do that research some other time. He was born in Minnesota. I was right. He was he's okay. American. He's American. Yeah. So all these. <laughs> never mind. So Winnipeg, when, America's team. <laughs> but I don't know. I do feel like as a Canadian, more like suited to to cheer for Winnipeg, maybe because. They were the Canucks farm team at one point in the Manitoba nah. Moose. Nah. You know, in a way that their moving of the Atlanta Thrashers to, to Winnipeg was kind of like Canada's victory of like claiming <laughs> hockey as our own again. And maybe that's we, what it is. We took back the team. <laughs> yeah. So this is like um, when like Moses take down the Ark of the Covenant and he's like, this is our <laughs> thing. And like now the Ark of the Covenant is trying to win the Stanley Cup and like we're trying to cheer for it. I don't know where the hell it's going. But you almost that was almost a good analogy. I, I tried. Um like 60, 70% there. Okay. It's like in risk where you like overtake a country 
And then that country is now facing off another one. And like, just because you just overtook it, you're now cheering for that country. Eh, I don't know. No, let's abort. Okay. Get out of this line <laughs> of thinking. Um, but going back to my original point about how different the game is when it comes to the playoffs, the one thing that I couldn't help but like notice was like Toronto Boston, like, holy smokes, Toronto, like when their defense was behind their net, like just didn't know how to play. It was insane. It was, just, it was, was crazy. Gardner? Gardner, Gardner like maybe five like, times. Jay Garnier, like Garnier, like, <laughs> Fructus, like maybe five of those goals. Like I don't, I feel like all those goals were his fault. Like he's just like he I don't was know bad. Well, I mean, when you compare their defense, like Boston and Toronto, you, yeah, like is Chara and McAvoy like their second pairing? Yeah, that's nuts. Who and it's Krug and and um, Colin Miller. Is that his mm. name? As there, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I have this like, I was thinking while I was watching the game. I'm like, I'm drafting Tory Krug next year. There's no yeah. way that he won't be on my team next year. Yeah, I have a little fantasy crush on Tory Krug. Is that okay to say on a podcast? I mean, he's he's like your. I mean, let's be careful. He doesn't go the way of like a Vile Leno type, where he's just like, <laughs> we're just fall in love with him, do his playoff projection. Although, I mean, he had a monster. Uh, season where he got 59 points um but it's kind of crazy because you look at like the team and of course every vancouver fan is haunted by the the big bad bruins of 2011 and but slowly you're like wait the only people left over from that team are like zidane ochara who like can't play that much and then also bergeron kreichi and 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 then uh, mcquade marshawn (laughs) and then adam mcquade marshawn mcquade and Adam McQuaid. And Rask. And, and, Tuka Rask was on that okay. team too. <laughs> but he wasn't He wasn't like a major part. But my point You're being right. is like, uh, it's really funny to see Adam McQuaid because you remember from that series as kind of like a bruiser who had a mullet. And then now he's like cleaned <laughs> up and like matured a little bit. And you're like, huh, this is a different huh. team. Yeah. Um, I Since we're talking about Boston mm-hmm. still, and I don't, I don't know how much longer we'd like to talk about Boston, but... Um, I, for those of you who don't just listen to our hockey podcast and you do listen to other hockey podcasts out there, um, Puck Soup, which I think I've brought up before, they did actually a really good interview with uh, Jack Edwards. Uh, he's the play-by-play. Um, yeah, famous guy. For, guy. He, for, he has for, a lot of really good... He's, he's yeah. like super passionate when he calls a yeah. game and he's always getting accused of being a homer. But the yeah. man is like he is really well spoken and really smart. So I would definitely recognize, recognize, recommend going and, and listening to that episode. It was, I think it was last week, mm-hmm. um, and he kind of brings up 2011. And the way he talks about it is that like the Canucks were meant to win that series, and Boston kind of like lucked out, which I mean, yeah, they did. But I think we can, I think we we can finally move on from 2011. Do you think that'll ever happen? Uh, not until we like win a cup i feel <laughs> and then we'll win the cup and then inevitably like three months later it's like oh we should have like four cups like i don't know yeah. like people will like look back at like 89 our first cup run and will be like yeah we should have won that one even though like we were like was that 84 84 or whatever no that was 94 94 82 89 something like that, that quick i'm sure I someone will point us, someone will tweet at us and tell us that we're very yeah. well equipped to run a <laughs> hockey Please podcast. Please tweet at us. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Correct us. Is that how we get more engagement? Just is, keep making mistakes. Yeah, and, and people then will people start will tell like, "Oh, you're 
the worst. You don't even know anything about hockey. How can you have a podcast? And like, well, we have microphones and we press record. So la di da. Um, but Dylan, you also did a bit of research this weekend. Um, also, okay, hold on. Before we go on, was there anything else about the playoff pool that you wanted to, to point I, out? Oh, yeah. I just wanted to shout out uh, Kirsten. I'm not sure if she listens to this podcast. I'll tell her to listen to this episode. But Kirsten did a great job of drafting in her box pool. She, out of 21 players, after the first round, has four players that are still in the... In the oh, my. <laughs> that are still active. Sorry, five players that are still active. And if uh, Tampa Bay loses to Boston, um, she will have two players left <laughs> on her team. <laughs> nice. um, so hopefully she won't be too broken up about that. She's currently in very last place. Yeah. My dad has twice as many points as her and he's in first. He also named his team, if you're not first, you're last, which, yeah. I don't know. It's rubbing me the wrong way. <laughs> That's all. We can stop talking about that now. Um, but speaking of, you kind of did a little bit of research this uh, this week on, you heard about something about Wayne Gretzky has a wine line? Yeah. Speaking of other podcasts, I guess I'm just yeah. going to shout out all the other podcasts that I listen to. Mm -hmm. um, but my brother, my brother and me did a, uh, they did like a rundown of celebrity wines. And apparently Wayne Gretzky has a wine, a wine line, a yeah. winery. Uh, and one of his wines is called number 99 ice wine. Um, do you want to read out the product description? Could you do a good, could you do like a really convincing sales pitch of the 99 ice wine based on the product description that's on the website, Fergie? Sure. Um, <laughs> so have you ever, what's the number one problem with wine, Dylan? Uh, I guess that it's like room temperature. The fact that it's room temperature, you might consider it simple. You're like, ah, man, this thing's just like funny grape juice. And you're like, this is just really bad. This is like when I leave my Welch's out for too long. Well, have I got the product for you? Not only is ice number 99 ice wine solves all those issues. It is complex. It's intriguing, so we'll be able to hold a conversation <laughs> and has luscious flavors of strawberry, rhubarb, plum, and blood orange. So it makes a great pie as well. Um, and you should only have about one to two ounces. So I don't know. <laughs> yes, it's best. You don't even need that much. In a shot glass. <laughs> yeah, which is great because it does cost $99 per 375 milliliter bottle, which is like one and a half cans of soda, which is kind of ridiculous, <laughs> right? Why Why do they give you the servings in ounces, but like the overall volume in milliliters? I, I don't know. Um, the other thing we need Let's... to also talk about is how Wayne Gretzky's wine estate's slogan is, it's what inside that counts, which mm -hmm. kind of reads like maybe he didn't know what his business was going to be, but he just like <laughs> had the slogan. So, you know, he they could have had a slogan like, first and worked. Yeah. Backwards. So it's like, I like I could do like, uh, like a counseling service and it's like, it's what inside that counts. You could do like a, like a pie, like a, like a, like an like artisanal pie business. It's like, it's what <laughs> it's inside, inside that, inside counts. that counts. Yeah. Maybe interior decorating. 
Mm, yeah, it's, it's very what, good. What's it's what inside title? that counts? Right. So I don't know. Wayne Gretzky, not a not a super big marketing guy, but well, uh, okay. You say that, mm-hmm. but did you know that Wayne Gretzky also has a line of floorball sticks? Really? Do you know what floorball is? It's like. It's the thing that I always think is ball hockey, but is somehow more official than ball hockey. That's played <laughs> it indoors. feels more official than ball hockey, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you've ever seen like, well, you've probably seen volleyball being played on like the big courts yeah. where they, they basically all are standing outside of the lines just because mm-hmm. they're all really good. Floor hockey, floorball, I guess it's called is played on a court like that with lines everywhere. My favorite thing about floorball is that the goalies don't have sticks. They just have big jerseys and like like golf gloves on each hand. Right. And they just play the entire game on their knees. Oh. Um but floorball sticks have yeah, Gretzky has a line of floorball sticks which are um apparently like one of the best out there i don't know i looked for floorball hockey floorball sticks and gretzky sticks were the first ones that came up so wow maybe he is a marketing guru who knows do you want my favorite thing about floorball is yes nothing because who watches floorball like come on (laughs) europeans apparently (laughs) uh did he come across uh (laughs) maybe um what did he come across any other um brands well that's it for Gretzky. Actually, mm. I think Gretzky has an entirely new uh, line of products that are coming out for his entry into the like Chinese hockey market. Oh, um, yeah. I, did hear I, I read an article about that. I don't know too much about it, but it sounds like he's got like arenas that are going to be named like after him. He's got yeah. like equipment lineups. He's got team sponsorships. Um, yeah. This actually happened clothing. in basketball, too. Um in basketball, uh, my goodness, basketball making a lot of talk on our pod today. That's all right. But uh, uh, Derek Rose, who like won the MVP back in 2011, but has mm-hmm. then since suffered like six knee injuries and surgeries and has kind of been a shell of himself, uh, still a huge name in like China. And so like his jersey still regularly is like the number two selling jersey behind Jeremy Lin, who's Chinese. And mm. um, is Jeremy Lin also Canadian? Uh, no, he's no? from California. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, he was at a Canucks game. I saw a jersey. Yeah. So he, Canucks jersey. he was rehabbing his knee injury in Burnaby at uh 40th sports center. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. Uh, and actually my friend, Tony, the, the guy who like, uh, emails us all the our time. Our biggest fan. Our biggest fan. <laughs> he actually got like, uh, an autograph. He got his guitar autograph by, uh, Jeremy Lin. <laughs> Wait, how, what? <laughs> his guitar? Yeah, it was. Dude, um, so can I just can I just run through how this happens? He's he's at Fortius playing basketball, and he sees Jeremy Lin, and he's like, "Yeah, oh, can I get you to sign my?" And he looks down at the basketball that he's holding, <laughs> and he goes, "Wait!" And then he runs out to the car and grabs his guitar and comes yeah. back in and says, "Can that's, you sign my guitar?" That's kind of what happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's but great. it's good. I mean, uh, Jeremy Lin like was in Van was in Vancouver. And he was kind of talking a lot about his like his like uh, his like faith goals and stuff like that. And like my friend Tony, who I know from church, like mm. uses guitar at church a lot. So he was like kind of uh, made the connection there. 
I yeah, see. I mean, I think it was pretty cool. Uh, it's kind of like prominently. I guess I guess it won't be too too noticeable if if we're on stage. So that doesn't matter. It, like that's really like it <laughs> it's doesn't a really matter. Cool story though. You could just say it's anybody's signature too. It could have been a yeah. musician, right? <laughs> no, it's Jeremy Lin. Wait, it's what? Jeremy Lin, the most unexpected like sports memorabilia of all time. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of unexpected sports memorabilia. Uh, this is probably one that everyone knows about, but Yager has, uh, Yager made a peanut butter back in like the early eighties or nineties. Right. Was it the eighties or the nineties? It was like when I was not old enough to know, um, Mm -hmm. can you play, can you play the, uh, the interview from Yager's peanut butter days? So why did you decide to do a peanut butter? You know why? Because I was injured for a month and uh, any doctor don't know what to do with me. And then I get the peanut butter, I rub my mind growing, and all of a sudden I start playing. <laughs> Just like that. So this has secret healing powers as that's well as right, being That's right. Do you know what the crazy thing was? What's that? He had a knee injury, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got magical properties, so it doesn't it does. matter where you rub it. Um, uh, I'm sure he, he, he just, you know, he went to the first place he needed a rubbing and he was like, <laughs> peanut butter goes here. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And it was so bad. Cause like, um, how bad were his doctors, right? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like, know was, what to do with him. So they yeah, were right. like, Hey, try a peanut butter. Let's see what All goes. Right. See I what mean, happens. scale of zero to a hundred. How, how likely was the story? I think it was. I mean, knowing Yager, mm. it was probably a hundred percent what he did. Yeah, he's like, and then he kept it on his groin for an entire game, and he scored like five goals. Well, that's the thing. He probably like still rubbed peanut butter on his legs, as <laughs> he, he like e- even last every year. Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it caught up to him. Um, there's another. There's another. Uh, I guess hockey brand. You mentioned him. You mentioned him earlier in the podcast, Vili Lino, right? Of Boston. No, sorry. Is he, he fantasy played for, relevant? Is <laughs> I don't think he's, <laughs> he's he's fashion relevant. Um, so he played for uh, Philadelphia. Was he was he drafted by Philadelphia? I believe he was undrafted. Undrafted. That was, okay, that's so a signed. bold statement. I have actually <laughs> no crew. Signed by uh, Philadelphia. He played like three seasons in Philly. His like second season, he had like seventy points or sixty eight points or something like that, and then he signed like a big old contract in Buffalo. Right? He was undrafted. Thank you very much. Well done. Well done. Thank you. And then in Buffalo, he played for like two or three seasons and barely even like I don't even season think he high had of any seventeen points. of twenty five points. Yeah, it's not. And he played games. full seasons, didn't he? Uh, he, once. Okay. And he well, played seventy one games. Yeah, and in his so after that season, the last season with um, Buffalo, he started painting. He's he was like an artistic dude, and he was like making these paintings. If yeah. if you're familiar with Basquat or like any of the um, kind of street influenced post pop arts, <laughs> Keith <laughs> Haring, <laughs> he's yeah. very inspired by that. You know okay. what I mean? Uh, but he started a. A clothing line called Billy Bino. Billy Bino. BillyBino.com. That's, <laughs> that's like, you know, let's just say Billy Leno had to go into witness protection and like 
the guy who was in charge of making his identity was like it was his first day on the job <laughs> he's super and he nervous was like, and he was super nervous and he wasn't like a creative guy like he was like more like a he was like a stats major or something like that <laughs> and you're like oh you got to give him his new name and he's like uh uh bill a bano and bino and he like looks around to get get someone to like sign off on this he's like well i guess this is it <laughs> his um his stuff's not bad like it's kind of it's like it looks like you would buy it like on the boardwalk in venice beach that's what it looks like yeah. um santa cruz kind of looking stuff it's not that impressive i like I his mean, hashtag you buy though. It, you... which is his hashtag is are you billy bino hashtag are you billy bino <laughs> and that's it's applicable to no one in the earth because there's no, no. one with that name <laughs> no um yeah, uh, just taking a quick look at um, Villaleno. The reason why he was signed to that massive contract by the Buffalo Sabers, which was you know a solid like, uh, what was it like? Yeah, six year, twenty seven million dollars, just because Jesus. he had twenty one points in nineteen games during that magical playoff run with Philadelphia, where like they had a good right. team, except they had no goaltender. And they didn't they win like their last twenty games or something crazy like that. Yeah, and they yeah. like. And they also came back down from three nothing to win a series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in the game seven, they came back down from a three nothing deficit, like a goal deficit. Was that against Boston? Uh, I think might have been. I'm pretty might have been actually. I think it was. And uh, I mean, who was it? Like Brian Boucher was her goalie. Yeah, Ron, not, not like Ron that. Hextall. Uh, freaking. Uh, so there was Brian Boucher, but he got injured, and then <laughs> Sean uh, Langdon, uh, something Langdon, I think. Oh, Le- uh, Michael Layton. Layton. Michael, Michael yeah. Layton. Michael, Michael Layton, Layton became like a big guy, yeah. and then yeah. uh, of course Patrick Kane scores the game-winning goal and over uh, the series-winning goal in overtime. Yeah, and nobody knew he scored. Yeah, and that's Remember? when Pronger picked up the and puck. <laughs> and Pronger picked up the puck. Um, Pronger in that series. It was revealed that he had to go to like the locker room between every period and have his knee drained. Oh god, because it was just so sprained. Man. And uh, I don't know. That's that's a lost like playoff run. Like that would have been so, really fun. Okay, talking about Philadelphia Flyers and injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, there was a a few players this year that were playing with some uh, some, some disabilities. This is my perhaps my favorite part of like the playoffs is when all these people like whenever like a team's eliminated, it's revealed what what injuries <laughs> people were playing with. Okay, so um, we know the big one, Couturier. What was he playing with? He was playing with a torn MCL, which yeah, um, like I've sprained my MCL. Crazy. I've sprained it, and like my knee still doesn't feel normal. And, and he was playing two days after. Yeah, and. Yeah. He not only playing two days after, dominating, like <laughs> going shot for games. shot with Sidney Crosby, who, yeah. according to HF boards, has been coasting through the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did Sidney Crosby take it easy in the regular yeah, season? Yeah, he just had to cash 90 points, you know? He had a down what a, year. <laughs> what a slacker. Uh, Wayne Simmons, what was he playing with? Wayne Simmons had a torn <laughs> <Wayne> pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> more broken than not yeah torn pelvis strain groin hey you better get that peanut butter from uh get that peanut from butter. Yager, and a torn ligament in a thumb uh 
I tore a ligament and a broken ankle. A broken ankle and a broken ankle. Yeah, he also had that torn pelvis since training camp. He played the entire season with it. Is he? I wonder what his what is. Was he like almost like his contract is almost up or something? Like why? Why do you think he was playing through that? No idea. No idea. There's one more injury that I actually hadn't read about yet. Um, Gudis, what was he playing with? Uh, it turns out you're just blind. Like, <laughs> as were all the uh, Philadelphia goaltenders. How do they still not figure that out? By the way, I think they, they have, have three a... goalies, and they played their two worst goalies. <laughs> they traded like... for Mrazic from the from and then, Detroit, and they uh, didn't, they play, didn't him. play him. They didn't play <laughs> him at all. He was literally why they made the playoffs, and they didn't yeah. play him. He he got there and immediately like, and to, like Brian Elliott apparently. Yeah. Brian Elliott, I think, like has a hypnotoad. He just like hypnotizes coaches into playing him. Right? He did the same thing in Calgary, where it's like, like put him, put me in, coach, and then he goes, "I'll have the hypnotoad." <laughs> him and Steve Mason are like kind of the two guys that just keep coming back, and like I don't get it. Why yeah, do they, they keep should having be starting. Jobs? Um, just to answer the question about the Wayne Simmons contract. Uh, next year's his last year. Oh, okay. But it's his highest salary, so it's like mm. I don't know. He, didn't he obviously need to play just, this year. He obviously just really loves the game, so <laughs> that's the reason he owes it to his teammates. He does. Um, and then also, my favorite thing is like Patrice Bergeron was kind of like touch and go throughout this whole series uh, against um, uh, against Toronto, and it's like when is he not? The, and that was the thing. Whenever. Uh, Whenever the playoffs come around, Patrice Bergeron just like is always just questionable. Like, yeah, Patrice Bergeron like was cooking dinner today and then broke his arm. So he'll be <laughs> he'll be touch and go, but he'll he's expected to play in game three. And it's like oh, he's trying to break right, an egg a, and he broke his arm. <laughs> and then it'll come out like afterwards that like yeah, like in addition to everything, Patrice Bergeron also like has liver failure and like <laughs> donated a kidney as well right like <laughs> like eventually like he donated his jersey after the game and also a kidney yeah and his last season will just be like oh yeah actually like Pradesh Bergeron like is in a coma like he's not he wasn't oh, God. playing yeah I don't know that was a little dark <laughs> that was too close to home with his concussion <clears throat> oh right I forgot about that yeah well moving on yeah uh, should we do our uh our rundown of se- of uh season two what am i talking about round two <laughs> <laughs> season two of the apprentice season two no. of the apprentice uh round two round two so the what we'll kind of do is maybe we'll kind of come up with little uh one sentence summaries for what happened in each oh. of these playoffs you said um, we weren't gonna do that oh uh no that was <laughs> okay well, Let's see what happens. <laughs> I'll see what happens. Okay, if this is so bad. It's not my fault. The first series we'll talk about is Nashville, Colorado, which, if I were to s- summarize in one thing, was was ex- as expected, but lasted a little longer than normal. <laughs> <laughs> Are you also say. talking about sex with me? Hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't not. I wasn't <laughs> intending on it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good series. I like honestly, it was fun to watch the one line that uh was good on the Avalanche. Um right? I want to so see good. I want to see uh Nathan McKinnon like on a good team. You know what I mean? Like maybe when not everybody on the Avalanche is under the age of 19. Yeah. 
That team is so like, young. And then Colorado, like, we're, their defense was pretty banged up, right? Like, they're missing, I think Eric Johnson was out, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they I, still played well. Like, Samuel Gerrard yeah. was, was, like, he was pretty much a stud back there. Yeah. Um, and but, I mean. Tyson Berry Phil, was not nothing. Yeah. Like, he, he didn't really do much. But Forsberg was, like, undressing whoever was in his way. Like, he had, matter. like, three or four goals, I feel, that were just, like, him, like, putting it through the legs of, like, two defenders and, like, doing the full, for- like, the Peter Forsberg move where he just kind of, like, lets it slide in. And he was good. <laughs> he um, was good. He was good, man. He was so good. sick. Sick mitts. Sick mitts. Uh, All right. How about uh, Tampa Bay, uh, New Jersey? Tampa Bay, New Jersey was um, the series everyone forgot about. Well, it was like Tampa Bay versus Taylor Hall, really. Yeah. Which which series was on the Golf Channel? Was it this one? <laughs> I don't know. There was there was this. <laughs> did you know about this? Like one of the playoff series in the states was just was this on the Golf Channel? Uh I, I don't understand the TV licensing in, in, for the NHL. Okay. The in other thing the that States. I don't understand is why does the NHL schedule every single game at the same time? Uh, right? I, did they do that? They didn't do that during yes. the playoffs. No, like I feel like like there's no like afternoon games or anything like that. It like just literally starts. No, like, yeah, but they don't have the like they can't draw enough people to watch it to have afternoon games. They do that like. Every, you know, like one weekend a month, they'll do like the hockey day kind of thing, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyways, here, here's the thing. Uh, the Golf Channel got two Game 4s. I couldn't find out which one it was. But at the same time as those two back-to-back NHL Game 4s, there was the NHL Network playing six hours of NHL Tonight. NBC was <sighs> playing Family Feud and Local News. CNBC was playing Shark Tank reruns. Oh my god! Uh, the USA not- Network was playing Law and Order SVU slash Suits reruns. <laughs> and like, where do we put the hockey? Uh, we better we'll put, put it, it on, on the golf network. <laughs> on the what, golf that, like literally, the NHL network couldn't even play the games. Yeah, they're having uh, NHL tonight with like what Mike Milbury. Oh Jesus! It's like, guys, whoever scores the most goals will win this one. Like, I guess. That's a really uh, great Mike Milbury impersonation. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Winnipeg Wild. Winnipeg Wild. Um, mm, oh, I, I don't really have much. Uh, the teams didn't have just, to fly. It was just, it was, what, the Jets forgot how to play for one game. But besides that, it was fine. <laughs> besides that, Winnipeg. I, I, don't, I mean, hell about the Wild had, had a chance, two shutouts. Right? Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah, and Dub Dubnik was not good. Dubnik was not good. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Dubnik. Uh, sorry, apparently, I feel like Dubnik. Apparently, uh, Hellebuck took a high shot in practice a couple of days ago, so he might be injured. He'll be fine. For the next uh, the next he'll, series. Imagine that, like going. you. But imagine you win your series four one or four nothing, and then during practice you just like straight up Gudis your own goalie. <laughs> There was there was talks like in the NBA playoffs. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Here we play. go. Here we go. Uh, There's talks in the NBA, NBA talk. playoffs whether or not Golden State should extend, like try and intentionally lose some games so that their star point guard Steph Curry can has more time to come back from his MCL injury. 
Why would Which you I do thought, that? That seems like a stupid thing because like the rate of injury in games seems like way higher than it does in a that's, game. And that's just like risky. Like, oh, we're going to go to game seven because we feel like maybe we'll get Curry back earlier. Oh, I don't think you've watched. Is that what you the, mean? The, uh, yeah. Or go to game six. I don't think you've watched the Warriors play. Like it just they could win whatever. Like, oh, it's it's kind You're of ridiculous right. how good they are. I, I yeah. have not watched the Warriors play. Even if I did, I'd probably be like, I don't get it. <laughs> why are Somebody... why are they using their hands? Why, yeah, why is the play ball? being blown dead? Yeah. Um, um, okay, so the Winnipeg Jets and the Minnesota Mild. Hey, but you've never heard that one before. Hey, that one's uh, all right. Okay, let's go to the Boston, next one. Boston Toronto. Um uh, oh, it's just, Boston is Canada's easy? team. Oh yeah. <laughs> Somehow Boston is okay. Here's the thing. I was watching Mar- Brad Marchand and it like I was trying to figure out why he pisses me off. And I think I figured it out. He reminds me of like I feel like everyone has this like this person in high school who's like the kid who's like kind of popular and like goofs off and like never actually pays attention in school and like doesn't take training seriously like in the gym or whatever and is somehow like the best athlete gets decent grades and is like somehow popular. <laughs> Don't you think? But he's and not that's, popular. That's Brad Marchand. Like he's not like student council popular like he's like just like he's like smoke pit popular he's just like how are you yeah exactly he's like <laughs> he hangs out with all like the people who maybe aren't like successful in like the traditional ways of measuring success but is somehow good at doing all those things i think you, know? you have some some repressed like high school memories <laughs> you need to work out <laughs> maybe um, do you want me to get you a Brad Marchand voodoo doll? <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like put uh, pins into his nose. Yeah. It'll just be um, a giant nose. That's what it will be. Yeah. But we talked about the Boston Toronto series a lot yeah. at the beginning of the episode, but I mean, Boston Capitals, looks scary. They, it kind of looks like they've kind of caught some, caught back some of their mojo that they gained. Like, in like, I feel like they're a really hot team from January to February. And then they kind of cooled off a little bit at the end of the season because yeah. they're like Charlie McAvoy got hurt and a bunch of other things. But it kind of seems like they're starting to pick up steam. Like if I was Tampa Bay, this will not be any walkover series. No, I feel like it might go seven games. Oh, I think that, all these series, series could go seven games. <laughs> this is um, true. Yeah. Uh, except for Washington the Jets. Or sorry, except for Washington and Pen- and Penguins, the, the Pens versus Caps. Um, <laughs> yeah, Washington, Columbus. That That series was like... The first four games were so close. Yeah. And they were winning, like, the away team was winning, win, won all of them. And then all of a sudden, yeah. Washington was like, oh, you know what? We're not going to do this anymore. And they just decided to win the next two games. And they did, like, the that well, last game. Six game six went to six overtime. Was, game yeah. six? Game six? Didn't game six or game five? Oh, game five went Game to five went to overtime. Game yeah. six didn't. Game six, they it was like, they handedly... Uh, Columbus and they outshot them like two to one almost too. Did that um, one did double OT right game five? Game five? Two I'm of them went sure to double OT. And I wonder what the record is for the losing team after double OT because it must must be like it must be terrible. Like if you lose a double OT game, like your next game you probably lose it more often than not. What about the winners? I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Why would it affect the losers differently? No, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you lose a double OT game, I feel like there's a significant chance that if you have, like, another game after that in that series, that you're losing that next game. Uh, like, emotionally or physically? Like the score of the game. <laughs> I'm so confused why this is so hard to explain to you. But like, what is the what is say, the thing that's working against them after going to double OT? Oh, is okay. it like I, the fatigue? It, it just must like, be like, yeah, because like this happens all the time. Like I used to do triathlons and like you'd finish the swim or the bike and you just would all of a sudden have all this energy. And like mm. there must be something like, hey, I just did this double OT thing and I just played all of it. And I didn't win and I never actually finished. And like your mind and body is still like in the previous game. As a result, you're just more tired. Ah, I gotcha. Hmm. Uh, I don't, (laughs) I don't know the answer though. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Um, How about the Knights Kings? The Knights Kings, dude, like, I don't understand. I felt like that. So if Washington and, and Columbus played like almost three extra games in their series i feel like the king's knights series was like half a series like those games were done in like half an hour it's like they scored one goal and then the game was over (laughs) well yeah because there was no i mean if you told me because there was no scoring i think his his uh save percentage for this for this playoffs was what like nine five oh or something like that yeah Oh yeah, it was. It was. I think it was nine. Yeah, nine five three. Okay, if you told me Jonathan Quick had a nine five three save percentage, I'd be like, okay, yeah, the Kings won. <laughs> Except Flurry had a nine seven one save percentage or something That's like ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, two shutouts will do that for you. Yeah, um, and and that second game did go to two OT mm-hmm. though. Yeah, so they both saw plenty of shots. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean the reason why, like I along with many other pundits, uh, not that I consider myself a pundit, but oh, you're a pundit now. You have a yeah, mic. Uh, <laughs> like everybody thought the Kings would win just because they had like, they had the Selkie slash uh, Art Ross nominee in, uh, in Kopitar. Mm-hmm. They had the Norris guy in Dowdy. They had the Vesna guy in quick and like the playoffs. It seems like whoever has the biggest stars will win. Cause you just, can play those stars like 40 minutes a game yeah and i mean the they Knights. didn't play bad though that was the thing is that no, they just literally they did not score they scored three goals in four games it's you're very not gonna win any series of, like that yeah i mean it's very reminiscent of the 2011 canucks in the ser- in the finals but <sighs> <sighs> moving on <laughs> how about that please, other sweep? please move on <laughs> anaheim and san jose um I don't know. I, I thought Anaheim was a good team, but they just looked like a bunch of babies. Mm. Like all they did was goon it up when they started losing. Um, How different will that team look next year? Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess what they're going to do is kill Corey Perry. Like, how are they going to get out of that contract? <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a legal process called a buyout. But uh, yeah. OK, OK. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe they were like, we don't we don't want to risk the money. What's the only way that we can get him out of here? <laughs> yes, Car- Corey Perry left and never came back. He said he was yeah. moving to France to live with his estranged aunt. Billy Baino. Billy Baino. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like I still don't know how good the Sharks are, though. I, I can't tell if Evander Kane on that team is good 
or if Evander Kane on that team is like a ticking time bomb. Oh, where, he's like, good. Just so is he good because there's like so much other um personality in that room that like he's kind of like third string now. I mean, I think there's enough like older veterans because that's the problem with Boston, right? Because Boston just had a bunch of people who were young, so he was the older guy. Boston, but in that, you mean Buffalo? Buffalo, sorry, yeah. But in in San Jose, like you have, you have. Uh, I was gonna say Marlowe and Thornton, but then <laughs> we have Thornton, have, Pavelski, they have Thornton, Pavelski. They have Burns, Burns they have Velasic. Uh, they got pickles. Yeah, but yeah. like the besides all that, they also have, all those guys had recently gone to a Western Conference Final. That's so, true. So Kane comes in, he's like, "Well, obviously, you guys are pretty good at what you do, you know." Uh, Jack Eichel, the car mechanic over there, can't <laughs> hasn't done anything, and I thought I knew better, and then apparently not. Yeah, he's been playing know. really I, well. He has, and it's. I mean, hot take. Like, I hope maybe the Canucks take a stab at him in the off season. Oh, dude. Yeah, but then you're putting him in a room with no veterans. Like, who's going to be the veteran? His parents will be there, right? <laughs> His parents. <laughs> hot take. The Canucks also sign Evander Kane's parents to look after him. Put them in as scouts or whatever. Like, they just travel with the team. <laughs> It'll just be like uh, the the father and the mother road trip every road trip. They'll just be body language police. Like, oh, that's that's Evander Kane's hungry face. Better give him some pasta, you know? <laughs> He needs carbs. <laughs> he needs... <laughs> um, and then the last series was Pittsburgh, the Pitts- Philly. Pittsburgh, Philly. Man, just okay. If there was no goals in the Knights Kings uh, matchup, I think the Pens and the Flyers stole them all. I really wish the Pittsburgh, Philly series could have been like a best of 15 or something. You uh, know, yeah, like I, I just wanted to those games. I could have watched them going. And uh, and it's so funny to watch, like, all the Philly... Okay, also, Philly fans need to shut up. Because, like, they were like, oh, I can't believe we lost again. You guys weren't supposed to be good. No. No. <laughs> and, I don't get it. Is this, right? They're and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we, we got robbed by the refs. And, like, they're just like... Yeah. You guys have won you... a Super Bowl this year. Your <laughs> your team won the NCAA basketball championship. And your Flyers made the... The Flyers made the playoffs, and they were supposed yeah. to be the worst team in the league. So they should have yeah. been like they should have been like the fans in Colorado, where after they lost in Game Six, Colorado, the fans were just like, "Great, well done, guys! You did a great job. We weren't <laughs> expecting this at all. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> thank you for playoff <laughs> hockey." <laughs> yeah, the only thing with that with Colorado is that they just like them off. Like I felt like a day before the playoffs gets a season-ending injury. Yeah, and then I would yeah. be like, "Oh yeah, cool. This is like just kind of like a the." Icing on the cake is that we're going to the playoffs. Like, that's yeah. how Philadelphia should have dealt with it. It was also kind but, of nice that Andrew Hammond got to be the superstar for one more game. And yeah. then we were all reminded that he hadn't played NHL hockey or any hockey since, like, January 19th in game six when <laughs> the Predators were like, oh, no, 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 we're better. <laughs> You're not going to let us shoot 50 goal or 50 shots at you and uh, lose. Yeah, there was Hammond and uh, what's his face, uh, Bernier, right? That was their other goalie. Yeah, and Bernier went down. Yeah, so that's fine. Andrew Hammond, the extra that they got in the uh, Duchesne deal. He was just oh, sort of right. like a, I forgot he was like about an add-in. that. Yeah, right. He wasn't even playing in the NHL. He was like in the AHL. 
and they're like, oh, well, yeah. we've got some salary we need to to dump. So here's Andrew Hammond. And he stole them a game. He stole them one game. <laughs> but he couldn't steal them he's, two. He's like, I mean, he's like the, the Michael Layton of this era, right? Just kind of the random guy that comes in from the AHL and just steals a game. Layton played a whole season. I know, but he was like not good during the season. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who do you got in the uh, caps and pens? Uh, round two. Uh, I think the Caps sweep the pens. Oh, my God. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. That would be so funny. Would you like to take that? Uh, would you like to take that bet? I will bet you $100 that that doesn't happen. Um, what do I get? Uh, well, if it happens, you get $100. Oh, okay. right. <laughs> no, I feel like I should get like $400 if I win. Oh, we're like four doing to like one. four to one? Yeah. Okay. No, no I'll I take think... that bet. That's fine. Nah. Um... <laughs> No, but okay. Here's the thing. I think the Caps win this year. Okay. Okay. Well, how many games? I. You have to say seven, right? I don't. Th- you think that if they're going to win the series, they're going to do it in seven games? This team hasn't won well, a seventh game in like <laughs> six years. So, uh, regression to the mean much? Like, okay, the, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I. It seems like Ovechkin isn't going to be on this downward trend where he ends up playing on the third line. Um, <laughs> you know, and I think Washington, I mean, I guess they got rid of Justin Williams. I don't, I don't know. I just have this gut instinct that like it's eventually going to happen. I mean, they'll lose in the next round anyways, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I hope like I want that to happen just so I can see the comments from Caps fans. Oh, yeah. Because it would be a I good mean, story to watch unfold. I mean, there's going to be... So, I mean, let's just play a little bit like, you know, clairvoyant uh, kind of fortune tellers here. But like, there'll definitely be like a headline during that series that'll be like, Washington Post says, recent poll says, Cats fans would rather beat the Penguins than win the Stanley Cup. You know? <laughs> And it'll be like 60% say that they would like to beat the Pens over the Stanley right. Cup. Like, you know what? If we and make it to round three, we beat the Pens. That's it. That's our Stanley yeah. Cup. <laughs> Plan the parade. We're done. <laughs> and then it'll come out like, and then everybody who w- will look at that and they'll lose in the, the conference final to Tampa or Boston or whatever. And they'll be like, yeah, never mind. We want to have a Stanley <laughs> Cup. So I think it's going to be Pens in five. Oh wow! Yeah, Why I, do think you say that? Gonna, I think they're going to steal one in Washington, and then they're going to mm-hmm. win it at home in Game Five. Actually, no, Washington has home set, home ice advantage, don't they? Yeah, they do. Okay, so that's why that was one of the reasons why I thought they would win in Game Seven. Uh, hmm. Not okay. that it's helped them in the past, but Pittsburgh in six, they're going to win it in six. <laughs> I've changed my mind. Does Matt Murray remember how to play goalie? Um, no, but they still score more goals. Because Jake Genskel, Jake Genskel, uh, gets uh, he gets eight goals in this series. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, Bolts and Bruins. Bolts and Bruins. I I can't get a feel for the series. Yeah, I don't um, know. It's to too feel. early. And then, I feel like there's not enough storied history. Like Tampa Bay hasn't. I was gonna say hasn't been good recently, but they have. Uh, They've been pretty good. Vasilevsky needed rest, and you know they got him like three or four days right yeah and maybe boston Boston, maybe boston just pretends that they're playing the leafs still because the jerseys look very similar (laughs) yeah they just keep Um, that emotional 
level high, you know? I think Rick Nash will have a good series. I know he hasn't okay. been that good recently. I think he will. Like I, I saw him on the... Uh, What's the over-under the, for goals? Like 2.5. Uh, How many goals does he get? Oh, over. Over 2.5? I think 2. he has 5? a hat trick the series. I, <laughs> I'm going to say he has a hat trick the series. Okay, you heard it here first. Rick Nash hat trick in that series. I mean, because here's the thing. I, even though his, he's on a bit of a cold streak, like he's still getting played a lot. And yeah. uh, I think that says a lot because like, I think he's pro- he knows, he's confident. He went to the cup finals last year. I'm just checking um, our uh, playoff pool here. Did you take Rick Nash? I don't know. I I rarely say these things. I I've I've liked Rick Nash on the the Bruins. I think that he's good. Uh, I <laughs> that's some in depth analysis right there. I think he. No, I just good. I think there's I think it, it's been there's been a lot of things said about like how when there's experience on a team that that often is the biggest thing. Like, and that's the reason why the Washington Pittsburgh series that always goes to seven is that like all the main guys in those in that series have always. Mm. being there and they had that experience so they know how to play on the road in the playoffs they know how to tune up their intensity like best I mean, I know deadline jo- deal rick nash yes you did take rick nash yeah best deadline that's what deal. i thought <laughs> um yeah and i think rick nash he had a lot of really good seasons with the rangers that went deep in the playoffs and yeah but now think- he's like 50 Okay, I, moving on. <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's gonna slow down, right? And I, I don't know. And it, hey, the other thing, Tampa Bay, who's their top defenseman? Ryan McDonough, who probably no, knows Victor all Ryan McDonough. Okay, their their second best defenseman, Ryan McDonough, right? <laughs> okay, because like because Victor Hedman's gonna play against the bo- best Boston line, which does not have Rick Nash on it. True. So their second their second pair is gonna have Ryan McDonough, and who's gonna be playing against him? Rick Nash. Who's been Ryan McDonough's teammate for the longest time? Rick Nash. Who probably knows all his weaknesses? Rick Nash. Guys. <laughs> it's Rick Nash all the way down. <laughs> okay, Preds Jets. Preds Jets. What's our analysis oh my gosh, on the Preds Jets? I am Jets. so excited for this series. Um, I am so excited too. I think this is a better series for the fans than it is the actual teams on the ice. And you know what's going to happen? It's going to be a four-game sweep for like Winnipeg, and it'll be one-nothing games, right? But... <laughs> <laughs> Don't um, you, aren't you excited for like a cheer off though oh yeah like i feel um, like the like winnipeg's they're gonna have like some sort of chant and then it'll go to or it'll be a nashville chant then it'll go to winnipeg and winnipeg will have like a chant in return you know like this back and forth thing. yeah do you have the clip of the nashville chant against pittsburgh the stab at it knock the puck into the attacking zone Malkin's in that <laughs> that changes it's all your fault if you couldn't hear it clearly it is a wonderful atmosphere in this building man when was the last time that you could mobilize i can't even get like five people to chant the same thing <laughs> <laughs> it is at the Rogers Arena. It, that is the hardest place to get anybody to chant anything besides like go one cities, more year. go one more yeah. year. Yeah, <laughs> one like more the, the, we could even we could even standardize the right names. I don't know. It was like the guys like 
10 rows up in our section, I feel. <sighs> Does, but it was like... Nashville okay, have was an a, MLS team? I don't know. No, They like country like they music. Do. Is there a lot of chanting in country music? But that um, that chant, the, it's all your fault... That's like mm-hmm. that's a soccer chant. They they chant that at the Whitecaps games too. Oh, okay. Yeah. When, I didn't know uh, that. When uh, when the Whitecaps score, they're all yeah. like everyone like does this. They all point at the goalie and go, "It's all your fault. It's all your fault." And when they uh. when the goalie kicks, they all go, "You fat bastard." Oh, that's good. It's great. It's great. It's um. Really good. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't I'm know. excited I, I, for those for those chants, though. I'm excited to see what uh, Winnipeg comes up with in response to all of Nashville's um, clever clever chants. Maybe we'll, maybe I, next maybe next round we'll do a uh, we'll do a best chants countdown. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that uh, you know, so Nashville has brought out um, like an admittedly very sad looking plane. Um, yeah <laughs> uh basically uh predators they love their uh big big football town tennessee titans uh are in their town uh but one of the things they love to do is tailgate and mm-hmm. i think it really adds to that atmosphere so they brought out like a what looks like a cessna or something i think it is a oh i had it here it's a but be- a very a beaver is what it's called Oh yeah. no! Sorry, a beach skipper, a beach seventy-seven beach skipper. skipper. Yeah, and it's usually like a, they smash cars, though, right? Mm-hmm. The whole Smashville thing, right? So now they're smashing a plane. So what does Winnipeg have to bring out, Dylan? Uh, they're gonna bring out like a saber-toothed tiger, I guess. Yeah, and it'll but be they, like a cross promotion with the new Jurassic World movie, and and then they'll kill it. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh, gonna be no. so sad. <laughs> And there'll be like PETA representatives there, and like, yeah. But, okay, so why did Nashville bring out a plane though? They're not called the Winnipeg Planes. I mean, it was a jet too much. Artistic, artistic license, you know. All right, all right. And also, I'm sure the the president probably would have a couple choice words to say if Na- if Nashville was smashing old military equipment. <laughs> oh, that president. Okay, I thought yes. you were like the president of hockey operations. <laughs> <laughs> He's not uh, my president. He's not my president. <laughs> Hashtag not uh, my president. Uh, also, the last series, Knights versus San Jose Sharks. So I personally am a little sad. Like when the Knights beat the Kings, I was like, oh, it's a coup d'etat. And I thought that was like super clever. <laughs> um, I'm kind of sad that there isn't really anything clever I can say about any of these series. Where what happens when the when, the, when the Knights beat the Sharks? Is that just... I don't know. Is that sushi? Were they even alive at the same time? I guess sharks have been around for a while. Um, <laughs> what? Sharks have literally been around for like 250 million years. I realized I, I learned that like, the other weekend. Okay, I'm not a biology major, or I wasn't a biology major, <laughs> so I can't be blamed for that. But I mean, knights have uh, also been around for quite a long time. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess they still exist in some sort of form. In stories. Oh. oh. I or was are you thinking like, like, like Elton John? Oh, not even that. <laughs> He's knighted, right? <laughs> but I should, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, Sir Ian McKellen, etc. Uh, exactly. Why are all the knights gay now? I don't know. Is that racist? 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, but the Kings over the Sharks, uh, what's your take on the series? I honestly hope that uh, the Knights win. I hope they win. Mm-hmm. I hope they go to the cup because if they go to the cup, then I win money. I still have two oh, yeah. outstanding bets oh, right. on the Knights. I have the win the West and win the cup. Yeah. If they win the West, mm-hmm. I get 260 bucks. If they win the cup, I get another 660 bucks. Um, wow. So we'll see. So you have a, that's, that's the team you're cheering for, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> um, I think, I mean, similarly to my take on why I think um, Rick Nash will have a big series, I think the Sharks will take this one. Mm. Um, although if... Really, if Florida keeps playing this way, it's hard to bet against that. I mean, we've we've seen this we've seen this story before, right? Like we watched the the Ducks in 04 with JSG Air. We watched Michael Layton with the Flyers. <laughs> You're we just watched, stuck on the whole Michael Layton thing. We watched freaking Luongo with the Canucks. We wa- I guess we were a good team overall. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Um Dwayne a hot Wilson goalie. A with hot goalie. The, the Oilers. You yeah. can ride a hot goalie to like six games into the Stanley the Cup Finals. Land. Like, if if anybody's posting a nine seven one save percentage, like you could have you know Wayne Gretzky, uh, Sidney Crosby, <laughs> Ovechkin, etc., and you still aren't winning, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't know if you saw this, but the. Uh, mayor of Las Vegas at Mayor of Las Vegas, Caroline G. Goodman. Um, yeah. Check out her Twitter profile. She looks like the mayor of Vegas. She's very. Um, she looks like a, like a lounge singer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she she, um, <laughs> she decided to ban the color teal in Las Vegas uh, as a protest of the uh, San Jose Sharks. The one thing that I don't think that she realized is that the Knights actually have teal in their logo. If you look real closely, <laughs> the right side of the logo is like a dark, dark teal. It's very close. Um, so I don't know. Probably wasn't a good idea. Also, the um, the uh, citizens of Las Vegas are not very happy about how she is uh, spending her time on Twitter. In fact, at Brian Opinions. At Brian's opinion says, uh, instead of worrying about color, why not worry about your hotels continuing to raise parking and resort fees? Maybe I will wear teal in front of City Hall. Um, he was not very excited about the fact that Caroline G. Goodman was uh, playing silly games with uh, San Jose. Yeah, I, I'm just looking through his uh, Twitter history. Could you read some uh, other tweets from him, please? Uh, he's a big Pens fan. Is he's that a Pens fan? Yeah, interesting. So he's not even from uh, Vegas. Yeah, or maybe he is from um, Vegas. Um, or let's see, where do you, where is he? Uh, he says husband, dad, country boy, quick book, quick books expert, hockey player, photographer, dirt dirt track racer, crazy cat dad, lover of life. Apparently, hater of teal. Oh, here we go. Uh, he listed his like air- postal code. Uh, <laughs> looks like he lives in California, like Riverside. We should get him on the podcast. It looks like he has some good uh, 
opinions about hockey. Um, he's commenting on the fact that the Flyers had so much momentum, and then with one shot, the Penguins uh, are yeah. up to nothing. <laughs> He's my, also my very upset think, that an NHL game was put on the golf channel. Yeah, I mean, he seems like he'd fit right in with us. Um, the other thing that like I kind of love about this is like I feel like if we were to go to Vegas, and I know we we love the Vegas fans, we love the Knights and everything, but Vegas is just like a city with like eighty percent tourists who like. Maybe of those 80%, 50% of them have never heard of hockey. And mm-hmm. then, like, of the people who have heard of hockey, I bet you, like, 30% of those people don't even know that they have an NHL team now. So, like, <laughs> you're going to... So, I would love to hear, like, how she plans on enforcing this. Because, like, Are you, can you imagine... I feel like, like you're tossing so, a lot of shade at Vegas right now. No, I'm just saying that Vegas, by design, has a lot of people who, like, probably won't know what hockey is. So like, I don't know, man. They it, sold out their season it, tickets in like eleven minutes. Yeah, but like that's just like rich people wanting to buy something. I don't know. <laughs> and like, and then is this a sex? Is this a is this a segment of uh, politics and uh, economic growth with Fergie? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, our uh, what was our sports business podcast called again? It was oh, like, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no clue. Uh, but uh, behind the books or something like that. But um, <laughs> no, what I'm saying is like, let's just say the mayor of Las Vegas, like, okay, we're banging the color teal. And like one day, like, let's just say the Knights are down like three, one in the series. And like, they need a, they need a big rally as they come back for their home game. And like tells the police officer, if anyone is in teal within a mile radius of the stadium, arrest them, do what you need to do. And I'm just imagining some poor, like, um, Lithuanian tourist wearing teal. <laughs> wearing a shark's jersey by accident. Just like because <laughs> they saw it in a thrift shop and like the logo and just being escorted. Like, why can't I go to the, the MGM Grants? Like, because you're wearing teal, you know? Um, so, yeah. Um, I mean, I would love to hear, what do you think the punishment should be for wearing teal in Las I, Vegas? I think we should ask Twitter. Ah, yes. Um, and on that note, <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Twitter St. Louis Shoes. Um, I do want to one one last thing by you, Dylan. Yeah. Um, so this Saturday is the NHL Draft Lottery, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of Vancouver fans one are a little disappointed that we went on this little win streak at the end of our season and now have the third worst odds behind the uh, the Buffalo Sabres. Sabres and I'm my name, my head escapes Ottawa. the other team, Ottawa. Uh, and of course, the the prize that everybody wants is that awesome Swedish defenseman Dolan, Rasmus Dolan, so, Rasmus Dolan, who's supposed to be you know think about the last defenseman draft number one overall, Aaron Ekblad, and who wouldn't love to have him, right? <laughs> right. So, um, do you have any superstitions you're tr- trying to do so that? the Vancouver Canucks can get that number one overall pick. Because, as recent history would have it, we are pretty bad at this draft lottery somehow. I have a old Canucks jersey that has lots of food stains on it. I'll probably be mm. wearing that this weekend. It's okay. It's one of those like old-style jerseys that are... Maybe it just doesn't fit, but <laughs> the like sleeves are really short. 
but yeah. they're also very wide. That's a thing. Yeah. So you can fit pads underneath them. <laughs> so it honestly <laughs> looks like I'm wearing like a like a like a belly shirt. Mm. Um but I will go through the that uh embarrassment just for a little bit of extra luck. I'll I'll do a hot take. I think that hockey jerseys are the least fashionable sports jersey out there. Yeah, well that's true. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. looking at you going, Oh, Great, that looks great. Everyone's looking at you, Mid- going, uh, "You're wearing that because you're a fan and no other reason." <laughs> uh, Mitt Romney was at the Utah Jazz game. Oh my gosh, basketball keeps coming back, and um, <laughs> he was wearing like a like a dress shirt with a basketball jersey on it, and oh, it was just man. like, like somehow you've made the most fashion fashionable jersey out there so bad. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, what do we so have good. planned for the for the rest of the off season for the summer here? I think we've got some we've got some episodes in the in the in the oven. Yeah, no, I'm really excited. Um kind of coming up on the off season. Uh so obviously we're going to have uh, another episode after the next round, the conference finals and of course the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh we'll keep you updated on our playoff box pool as I'm sure everyone will do it. We'll we'll post a link on our our website, the St. Louis shoes. Not sorry. Our website is not the St. Louis shoes. Sorry. Our website is St. Louis shoes.com. <laughs> and, um, so you can come check that out. Um, and we have some off season series about how to use advanced analytics to win your fantasy hockey pool next year and to draft but smart. You, we're also not, uh, taking responsibility for any, um, misinformation that we might give you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and Friggy, you had a cool idea to do a like uh, a commission. No, sorry, a, a GM RPG game. Yeah. So I think what we'll what we'll also do is uh, we're going to have a couple of our friends on. Or if you're interested, feel free to email us at yolobag at stlouisshoes.com, or you can uh, simply tweet at us, hit us up in our DMs, and. Um, what we'll do is we'll kind of divvy up all 31 teams in the league uh, to a bunch of different GMs and we'll simulate a mock off season. So we're hoping to do that in June and uh, we're going to have a nice little Google sheet. So we'll post that and make that public so friends can play at home. And uh, basically the best thing about fantasy hockey, Dylan, what's the best thing about fantasy hockey? Uh, shit talking your friends, the trades. You're right. And the best thing about, <laughs> so the best thing about the off season, of course, is all these crazy trades. I mean, what's the craziest off season trade you can think of off the top of your head? I think Shea Weber for PK Subban will forever be like Over, almost I, overshadowed by Taylor Hall for Adam Larson and the signing of uh, Steven Stamkos all within what an hour and a half. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> so and we'll see if we can do that uh, in a simulated league. And of course, in our in this off season, we got lots of lots of questions. We got Oliver Ekman Larson, where will he go? We got Eric Carlson, where will he go? Um, all these Swedish defensemen, Tavares, John uh, Tavares, John Tavares, where is he going to go? Tavares, and you know, we were just hinting at it. Anaheim Ducks, what do they do with Corey Perry and their Asian core? So, mm-hmm. um, lots of fun to be doing. Um, and if you if you can't be on the podcast, we have some interesting ideas that you think your team should do. Uh, feel free to to also contact us at uh, on our website or on Twitter. Um, Dylan, where can the fans find us? Uh, we are on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, and we're on Google Play. If you like our podcast, there's a spot at the bottom of our page 
in iTunes or in Apple Podcasts where you can rate us. There's one rating on there that I actually don't know who it's from. <laughs> the other people I know, but there's <laughs> one that I'm like, hmm, who is this? So um, if you want us to be curious about who you are, you can leave a review there. That'd be great. Awesome. As always, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks after the next round. This has been another episode of the Winter's Coming Fancy Hockey Podcast off-season edition. Off-season uh, edition. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to say one oh. last thing before we end. Uh, mm -hmm. Stay tuned for hashtag meat puns. Ah, a tasty treat to be coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to, the word I was looking for was foreshadow. Uh, and I just, I, I froze. Uh, a tasty foreshadow for sure. Uh, a tasty foreshadow guys. for sure. Is that the name of this episode? Sure. Okay. Uh, that, that or it's Rick Nash time. <laughs> Rick Nash time. <laughs> All right. Buy your Rick Nash sock. We'll see you guys later. See y'all.